hey, maybe you want some fucking anime about teenagers up to fight some fucking supernatural monsters and shit. Well, you should check out Myriad Colors Phantom World. It's full of that stuff. A bunch of school kids from Jose Academy have a problem with evil phantoms who are invading their world. And these poor teenagers have enough to worry about without supernatural monsters, such as, I don't know, probably drug abuse and pregnancies and trapper keepers and the teacher making you put your cell phone in a drawer. But too bad! Anime doesn't give a shit. High school has got to fight monsters. Anime. Go to crunchyroll.com slash comedy button and go sign up and you get a free month today. And then watch cartoons until your eyeballs explode and they shoot out of your head and there's lightning everywhere and your hair gets real nice. And then you go to a hot springs because that's where everyone makes good friends with each other. Yeah. Hello and welcome to the comedy button. I'm your host, Brian Altano, Brap Rap, and all that bullshit. With me is Max Scoville. Mm-hmm. Ryan Scott. Oh, oh, no, I did that last week. You don't get it again. Scott Bromley. Delicious. And Anthony Gallegos is not here because he scheduled a vacation instead of doing this episode because he doesn't know how schedules work. That's right. This is the Comedy Button. It's a weekly comedy variety show with all your favorite dumb friends. And then we talk about real life adult stuff and hang out. And shit. We never come in here with any topics or ideas, and we just let it go, so yep. fuck it, let's we make it happen. We don't really plan this shit ahead, so here we are. First topic of discussion. First topic of t- uh, conversation. I got it, I got it, I got this one. Hold long, on, wait, let me consult my notes Long droning here. noise for 30 seconds, go. Uh, hey, so uh, I thought of a cool idea for a... And there's Ryan no, dragging it. the joke on too long. Uh, I thought of a great... Uh, stop it! For the love of Christ, stop. Uh... <laughs> Uh, I thought of a hot new magazine. <laughs> I like the idea of Christ being like, thank you, my son. <laughs> it's called... Ryan's doing an impersonation of a haunted house door. Why don't you okay. just eat more on the fucking show? What is this? What, what's with the phone? Are, you, are we workshopping shit? shit? No, I got a great, I got a great, uh, a great idea for a, a, a publication. I think we should... Okay. <laughs> do. It's called, it's called Yucky Boobies, a are magazine we, are, for boys who think boobies. girls are gross. Uh, I think there's a lot of boys out there who maybe don't want to see some boobies, so maybe it's a, it's a magazine magazine about how they're they're yucky out there. I don't, you don't want that, the boobies. Yeah. Actually, that's, that's <laughs> really just, funny. Is it just that poison control sticker on every page of, on, on boobs just going, Bleh. Dude, Ryan, stop. 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 What the fuck, man? Seriously. No, like, not, okay, all right. You're not going to talk for the next hour and you sound like a weird deflated balloon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but no, like I think it's I think it's a great idea to introduce children to the world of pornography in a non-sexual way, and this would be a magazine full mm-hmm. of girls who are scary and awful, and it would just be like <laughs> yucky boobies in this issue, no pictures of boobies whatsoever. Yep, a zebra, whole bunch of facts about wasps from the makers of Treehouse Magazine. <laughs> See, I was gonna say in in nineteen in nineteen twenty five, yucky boobies would have just been a comedy magazine, like yuck yuck boobies, <laughs> America's yeah. favorite boners. There was that weird thing uh, growing up in the eighties and nineties where you would see there was a lot of that like uh, no girls allowed signs. Which, yeah, like was a fun a fun thing that kids did. The S would always be backwards. Yeah, or it'd be a Z or whatever yeah. the fuck, right seven feet above a lemonade stand. Um, it was a, it was like a fun thing that that boys did to be like, this is our boys' club, as if the like, girls were really that much of a problem. Um, your your high security system was a ladder. Yeah, yeah. and then and then uh, they then they started the gaming industry. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty much where a lot of that. Well, I mean, there was also like, no, man, you said that like, like girls weren't really a problem when you were a kid. But like, I had this girl who would always 
fuck with me all the time because she had a crush on me and it was like her name was samara and she was fucking annoying and she'd always bug me but i didn't have a cool clubhouse to go into the girl from the ring probably i don't know (laughs) no i think i think a lot of guys or not guys boys a lot of boys didn't want girls there dudes dudes uh, we didn't want girls there when we were kids because a uh, I was terrified of kissing uh, of, of kissing, but I was terrified of their strength. <laughs> like the idea of one of them beating emotional shit or me, physical, both. <laughs> okay, I think mean, girls mature faster than boys, so they're smarter, quicker. Like I've 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 talked about Thanks, this before. Bill but S. Preston Esquire. I told you guys a story about like, Will Tuttle, who like is basically the Godfather of the show. I mm-hmm. we uh, owns we, our domain. Yeah, we were hanging out with him one day near Not his anymore. house. Uh, does he really? He used to. That's funny. Because um, <laughs> we were so dumb, we didn't buy it before we launched the show. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, he, uh, I was hanging out at the beach with him and his wife and his kids, and his kids are the exact same age. They're twins, and the his daughter was like speaking complete sentences, and his son was like taking Eating mud sand. and making a mustache, and he was like, Bleh! and I'm like, they're like, they're twins. Yeah. The daughter's so much smarter. But I remember being a kid and being like, but girls are tall gazelle like geniuses. They can yeah. beat the hell out of me. They're faster than me. I'm smarter like, than me. I don't want any of them here. So like, but then like, you get the last laugh because you're paid more. That's right. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm a giant man, but I was like I was pretty short uh, growing up. Like I wasn't. I didn't get tall until like after high school. I he think. was the opposite for me. Well, there you go. Yeah, that's what I did with fat. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I mean, like I was. I remember in third grade, I hung out with this girl named Ashley, who I remember like. I remember, like, there was this period where if someone was five feet tall, you were like, yo, he's, like, five feet tall. It was like... (laughs) Yo, she could ride a roller coaster without an adult. Wow. (laughs) But, yeah, Ashley was this, like, huge girl I hung out with, and we, like... I don't know. We we just, like, we're just pals. Like, we watched Batman together and shit, and, like... It was it was cool because I was like, oh, this, this giant one will protect me mm-hmm. <laughs> from from bullies. There were no bullies, but you know, no. I mean, bullies are the idea of like nebulous bullies is like it's kind of the same idea behind a lot of people who own guns, and they're like, someone's going to break in and kill me. It's like, well, probably not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, bullies are kind of scary in the same way that like spiders are, in that when you run into one, it sucks, mm-hmm. and like maybe there's somebody who's going to like come in the night and, and bite you on like the leg or something. I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm not sure either, but I'm glad you're trying. Yeah, was, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. This guy named uh, John Marshall he used to call me a faggot a lot. Like he'd drive by in his his fucking Volvo and just be like, "Did he only do it while driving?" He did a lot of drive-by faggotings. Like he yep. would just. <laughs> I'd be like walking around with my friend, with my friend Mitch in high school, who was like the the token gay kid at our school. Who was just really open about it, and he mm-hmm. was like in theater a bunch and was a fucking riot. And like we we're like walking down the street, and this truck goes by. Faggot. <laughs> And I'd be like, we'd look at each other. And I'm like, I honestly don't know who that was directed. At. Yeah, <laughs> that, I think that what, could be either one of us. Because honestly, like, one of the scariest things in the world when when you're a kid, like once once you get above the age where you're not afraid of ghosts anymore or anything like that, one of the scariest things in the world is a teenager. Mm-hmm. Like teenagers were like they were like <laughs> ghosts then teenagers. Yeah, ghosts, I like that. Teenagers. I like that. Yeah, because you're like ghosts aren't but, real. Yeah, but fucking reckless small versions of adults who are lawless bastards <laughs> are nightmare people because like they they are the size of adults but they they follow none of the rules. Yeah, and that was fucking terrifying. No, so I like I remember graduating and I was like I was like yeah I'm finally free of all that high school bullshit. Doesn't matter what I do, I'm my own person now. I'm out in the world. Working at Tower Records part time mm-hmm. in the same town I went to high school, yep. <laughs> and I'd like I'd get out of work and I'd walk home, and I remember just being like on top of the world, I'm like oh look, I talked to a girl today, 
I had a Mountain Dew, you know, like, and then I walk around the corner and I look over and there's fucking John Marshall and his Volvo, just like, not even, not even calling me a faggot or anything, but just like, just leaning over the passenger side, holding up the middle finger, like mm-hmm. out the, not even, he didn't even roll down the window. He just put it up against the glass. Yeah. And I was I just like, like and he still had one hand on the wheel. So it was like, it was really weird. And I was, and then I, I immediately made me like really scared. And like, I was just like. Why does he hate me so much? Like, I thought that we kind of would have, like, a heart. Like, this is, I thought this is, like, New Game Plus, you know? Like, you uh-huh. take all your skill points from fucking high school, and then you just go and start some new shit, you know? Yeah. What's, I, what's he doing harder. now? The last time more. I saw him, he was standing in the corner of a very dry field holding half a case of Bud Light with some very small boy. Wait, was that at the Not party? very small. Was it was at, at the that party. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah you, were there. The July you were there. Party. And we were hanging out with girls and being like, we're working on a show together. Yeah, man. we're working on a TV show. I'm way older than you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, I don't know. It was just, yeah, that's right. We saw that spray-painted sign in front of the field that said, no tweens. <laughs> God, that was a fucking, that was a funny party. There was but a, yeah, like, there was a new story they published in my town paper growing up that basically said, or my county paper, that basically said, uh, local teenage gangs invade malls. Cool. And it was like, watch out at the malls because small teenage gangs have taken over and they're doing all sorts of things such as rioting, pickpocketing and, and buying homies dolls yeah, and harassing people. And my friend, uh, was not allowed to go to the mall anymore. Because Me and my friend used to go to the mall. That's the only thing you could do when you were that age, right? And my, his his dad was like, uh, Jason, I don't want you going to the mall anymore because there's gangs. And I was like, there's no fucking gangs at the mall. Like, there's right. no – you can't – that's not a thing you can be afraid of. You can't live in a world of fear like that. Meanwhile, in the world of Double Dragon. Yeah, right? Like, we don't live in fucking River City Ransom. It's the Shadow like, Clan. When somebody punches your girlfriend outside of a garage, you call the cops. There's no double dragon. That's it. End of story. Like that's not a game that should exist. But people were terrified. You terrified pay that River City ransom. <laughs> there was this kid uh, whose name was like Mark Izzard or something like that, and he lived around the corner from me. And he rolled with like five other dudes that were, I, I, they looked like a gang because they were taller than me and bigger than me. And I was terrified of them for years, and we would run away from them every time we saw them. And then I ran into him like like ten years later, and he was like, "Hey, Brian." I was like. Hey, <laughs> and he was like, "It's it's Mark. I used to live around the corner from you." And I was like, "Hey, man, what's up?" And he was like, "Oh, I uh, I'm I'm doing good. You know, I just had a kid." I was like, "Oh, Did, like in jail?" <laughs> and he was like, "What? No." And I'm like, "I don't know. You were like, you used to be like a real bully." And he's like, "I I don't think we ever really even talked." And I was like. Yeah, I was just really afraid of you. And he's like, that's not a, that's not a bully. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, oh. You intimidating looking man. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Like, it's it's kind of like how this country treats Syrians. <laughs> right. We're like, uh, I don't understand them. So uh, they, they shouldn't be here anymore. <laughs> no, that whole like that. I remember there were like kids who I thought were mean to me. And I think they were just kind of like regular kids, you know. But there's that. There was that shit where. I mean, let's be realistic here. Like, teenagers suck. Yeah. Like, teenagers are the fucking worst. When you're, like, a little kid, teenagers are these big kids who are, like... Thanks for listening to the show, teen. Yep. DMX bikes. And if you're listening to the show, you're obviously a cool teen. Yep. So, you know, yeah. stick around. Hashtag Kanye. Yeah. But, no, like, you probably hate... Hat you probably backwards. hate your peers. You know, mm-hmm. like, when you're... Before you're a teenager, you're like, oh, they're, they're scary and mean. And when you are a teenager, you're like fucking hate people my age they're yeah. so annoying and then when you're like I just want to have vampire diaries when you're mm-hmm. older you're like those fucking annoying ass kids with their 
skateboards their, and their rap music with their roller shoes and their sound music well when you're in high school the most culturally advanced person you know is a person that's friends with another person from a different town like i i dated this girl in high school whose ex-boyfriend was in a different town and to me that was like i don't even that's that's like it was it was like explaining a video game system in Japan to me where I was just like, oh, my God, they they, they have like flying cars over there. It's <laughs> totally different. Like she was just like, oh, me and this guy, Brad, dated for like two weeks. I'm like, where does he live? Oh, uh, Clifton. I'm like, that's 15 minutes by car. Yep. <laughs> I could never walk there. How did that's you meet him? The impossible. Like I'm talking about somebody walking around fucking Barcelona or something like that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like the, the cultural fucking apex of somebody being like, I dated someone from a town away. How did you meet? Oh, we were at a party and I met this guy. A party? A party? How'd you get invited? How'd you go to a party? Me and my friends still go to Discovery Zone. Yeah. We shouldn't. God, that was always heartbreaking is like finding out that like a girl you liked would go to like parties in other towns. And yep. Like, oh, man. There are other boys trying to touch her boob. There's that fucking awful age where you're too old for like Discovery Zone and arcades and parks and playgrounds, but you're too young for like bars or anything interesting. And you're. Yeah, that's. Being a teenager. Doesn't that suck? Yeah, like, yeah that it weird? sucks ass. And so you go to the mall, right? But even that, like, is you still feel either you, – you don't feel right being there. You know, like, I remember me and my friend, we got, like, top five high. Just fucking hotbox this – and we had shitty weed in New Jersey, and I was, I was like, 16. We didn't know what we were doing. And we got really high, and we went to this mall. And uh, we the, the mall had two floors, and we could have easily walked, but we were teenagers, so we got in the elevator. And we get in the elevator, and it's like four of us, and we just stink like pot. And this, like, really hot mom comes in with this kid, and she looks around, and she goes, nice. (laughs) (laughs) And we were like, fuck yeah. And you went home, and you jerked off thinking about her. Forever. I still do. I don't remember what she looks like. Just the idea. A cloud person with lips and a smile that says one word. Yeah. Is all I, I could be in I could be they could be could fucking put me in old boy <laughs> and that would get me going for twenty five years. That and the love of my life. <laughs> yeah. But mostly that, that hot mom. <laughs> I don't know. Like, we didn't even have a mall in Sonoma. Like, we just... Oh, we had to go to Santa Rosa. Yeah, you had to go to Santa Rosa. If you didn't have a car, you can go to Santa Rosa. Well, you Sonoma, fly, Sonoma, Sonoma Square is kind of like an, a big outdoor mall. Yeah, right? but there are, yeah, there, but are these, there are these proto-teens, which were called the park rats or the uh, plaza rats. They, they, they hang on the rose. <laughs> oh. the rose Fun fact right. about, uh, about Sonoma Park is that um, there are, I think, three public parks in California where it is legal to have open containers of alcohol. And two of them are in Sonoma. Wow, really? And they're mm-hmm. about 300 feet away from each yeah. other. Uh, so for a while, there's Depot the only, Park. And for there's, a while, it was the plaza was the only one in, I think, the country. How do they justify that? It's wine country. It's wine country, yeah. baby. Oh. Lawless. Uh, so these dudes will wow. just, like, these guys. And, like, I honestly, I knew some of them. Like, they were just, they're kind of like these weird, like, hybrid sort of skater, stoner, reggae fan, like. And honestly, like. Some of them are all right. They just they're just kind of like. Did they did they still get carded and stuff like that? Like were cops fucking with people with a even with the cops open? would I think fuck with them sometimes. Yeah. But they also like they had this sort of relationship where they understood that like oh like they're gonna hang out and drink fucking Lagunitas in the the rose garden right and maybe do skateboard tricks. But like they're not trouble. You know they just look like trouble. Well, because it, was it one of those towns where like ultimately everyone would walk home or was there the fear that people would drive? 
No, everyone everyone could walk home. Yeah. I mean, you just Probably get on the, the bike path. Or yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. the thing the thing about where I lived in New Jersey was that it's so it's kind of a little more sprawling, and there's yeah. highways everywhere. No, no, so no, no. no, no yeah. The closest the closest highway to us is uh, 15, 20 miles away. Yeah. Also, it's, it's I lived I lived still uh, I lived like 20, 20 minute drive or 15 minute drive on a good day from New York city before traffic infested everything. And in the sixties, seventies and eighties, uh, like mass exodus of people, just fucking genocide of drunk drivers happened from people driving from New Jersey to New York city, getting fucked up because the, the laws were lax. Mm-hmm. Like people like my dad's generation, parents' generation yeah. would get in, in their parents' cars, driving to Manhattan, get fucked up and then get back in the car and go back. And just yeah, Billy, Billy Joel has a whole album about that, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's called uh, <laughs> stop fucking driving in that goddamn tree. <laughs> That's what Uptown Girl was about. Driving in a fucking tree and your car fucking hits. But no, like I remember, like hanging out. I like that your Billy Joel sounds like Bruce Springsteen. (laughs) I don't give a shit. I don't care. I I know I'm supposed to love those things. Like when I was when I was a teenager and like in Sonoma and like I didn't do anything cool. Like I would. We drank Mountain Dew. I drank Mountain Dew. This is even like this is when I was like this is like 18, 19. Like I'd hang out with my friend Sam and like collected X Men cards. Mm -hmm. I was later. We collected Marvel Legends action figures. Okay, they're very they're super articulated. Um, but we'd uh, we'd go to like we just go to places where there might be people, and it was always kind of like, do you guys know where the party's at? You know, like do you guys sort of party around here? You know, mm-hmm. and it's like we didn't party, so like we just kind of wanted to see people, but there was no place to hang out. And like now, I I, I fucking love that about I don't know bars about just the we fact would, that I can just call people up and be like, hey, want to come over? I want to hang out. You know, we would mm-hmm. hang out at this bench. In the park, which one? Uh, the one uh, oh, that's right by uh, Mission Hardware, you know, across the, the street. Bench. Yeah, <laughs> the one on the corner. You the guys one on know the, corner the one where where, where uh, Chico's yeah, uh, and uh-huh. Mission Hardware are. Oh. Anyway, we God, would hang out it. on that bench and just kind of wait. Yeah. Every every Friday and Saturday night, we would we would go to the bench at eight o'clock, and just fucking a whole bunch of us would just sit on the bench and wait for something to happen. Yeah. And eventually. People would just descend on the bench, and the party would be there. The cops would yeah. be like, oh, "Get out of here, you kids!" And we'd yeah. go across the street to the dumpster where the where the bakery was, <laughs> pull up bread. Yeah, and, and they, throw they, it had, at they had to put signs on there that said, "Not fit for human consumption." So you take a big bag of bread and take it down to the duck pond and give those ducks a big old fucking embolism of bread. <laughs> my uh, my like I, I I had a friend in, in college who who had a, a oh boy a, bread a, a town like that. <laughs> <laughs> where like the there was this, like a there was a wall. Oh, I'm a ducky town. fucky boy, and I want to eat that old bread. I want to eat the big old bread wet nuggets off of your. I tits. wait until eight thirty on a Friday, and those teens feed me lots of bread and rolls. <laughs> but my friend had this like small a girl duck. He had a small park in his town, Jesus. and there was like a five foot wall in it, and people would just hang out on this wall, and it was like tr- surrounded by just enough trees. It was like a shitty wall. People graffitied on it, smoked cigarettes on it, did coke off it, got laid off it. People probably got killed yeah. on that wall. Humpty Dumpty, and they would yeah, Humpty Dumpty was murdered on the wall and people would just come and hang out on this wall fucking bust on it and you know all do all types of shit ropes and that that was like that was people's bar for like two yeah. years yeah. where it was just like hey uh my i stole like six fucking you know 
uh, Mike's Hard Lemonades. You know, yeah, whatever. And Paps Blue Ribbons or whatever. Like, uh-huh. I remember like one, one of my friends like stole O'Doul's and went to that wall, and it was just like they got drunk, and uh, someone had to be like, "There's no alcohol in this." Like, you know, <laughs> if you drink enough of it, there is. Yeah, if you drink yeah. a thousand of them. No, like Sonoma, we'd go to Safeway, which was 24 hours. We go to 7-Eleven. There was this dude who worked at 7-Eleven who was a former pastor named Tim, and he was a stamp collector. And we'd go in there and just talk to Tim for a while. And he's like this just old fat guy who worked at 7-Eleven, and we just bullshit with him for a while. And he'd we, tell us about the best buffets in you Santa You know what's Rosa. weird? I had a neighbor named Tim Pastor. <laughs> <laughs> we used to go to Taco Bell and just interview the people at the drive-thru for like oh, 10 dude, minutes we, <laughs> and just talk to them. We fucked with people at McDonald's they were so, so hard. They were so fucking bored. There was a lady with a mustache at my McDonald's and my friend went in there one day and he got a small fries and he was waiting for the rest of his food and he just took the fries and he just started throwing them at them. <laughs> just like, and it's horrible. I mean, I'm yeah. not proud of any of these stories, but you don't, the fucked up thing about this, and I've said this before on the show, is like, you have no direction when you're in a, TJ, a teenager right. and you want to get, you just want to get beers and drink in the woods you know and, what, and go to sleep. You know, and it you feels fucking like, can't. It feels like an old JRPG where you started the game and you like you do the things that are obvious, and then there's something you have to trigger yep. to get to the next area. Yes, but yes. you have to fucking walk around and talk to everybody, and, and some, you're like you're like talking to the fucking dog, and the dog's like, "Ruff, I can't talk. I'm a dog." And you're like, "All right, <laughs> fucker," and you go talk you to just the old. Did. <laughs> yeah. Would yeah. you like to spend a night in the inn? No. And, and okay. some people never fucking trigger that area. Yeah. They never do. They are perma teenagers. Yeah, some people become NPCs. You know, like I was, I was, I was telling Max a story about a, a, like a, a a guy I went to high school with who I ran. I was, I've been spending a lot of time in the in the town I grew up in because mm-hmm. you know my mom's sick and I'm, I go home to see her and it's been weird because like I'm there, I'm there with like I'm there as a married man. You know, uh, with my wife, with my wife, and I'm looking around, and I'm just kind of like, this is totally different than everything's smaller mm-hmm. than you thought it would be, and, and stuff like that. Uh, but like, I, I have a friend who was just like, you know, yeah, how's, how's it been? I'm like, oh, I moved to California, and like, I, I host shows now, and it's really fun, it's great. And he's like, oh yeah, you know, I got a job at this pizza place, and uh, I was dating this girl that worked there, but then she hooked up with my boss, so I took off my shirt and I threw it in the pizza oven. Now that all the pizzas taste like shit for like two months, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. All right. So I see you, man. <laughs> like, and there's nothing wrong with that. I think there's something kind of like awesome. Like I look at Ryan Scott, right? Like you're one of those people that like you live in the same town forever, pretty uh-huh. much. Yeah. And, and you're, <laughs> yeah. you're happy. You're wealthy. Your wife is awesome. Your family's nearby. All, all of those things are great. Right. And I think there's, there's good ways to do that, but it's kind of funny to like go across the country and then come back and be like, Oh shit. A lot of this is exactly the same as it's always been. And, uh, you know, a lot of it's changed forever. Yeah. No, there's that, there's that, like, I fucking hate the movie Garden State for a number of reasons, but, like... I hate it because it takes place in New Jersey. Yeah. Well, also, <laughs> does, it, it does nail that whole kind of, like, coming home and being like, what's up? And everyone's like, some shit's different, but sort of not, you know? Yeah. Our one friend's um, a millionaire, and he bought a giant house, but it yeah. doesn't have any furniture. Yep. <laughs> I mean, like, I go back to Sonoma, and I run into friends, and it's like... We were talking about having a wedding there, like, and this is that was like Jen's family's house, and she's like, "Here's one place we could check out." And she pulls out the venue on like this fucking you know TV screen. She's like, "What do you guys think?" And they're all like, "Oh, that's really lovely." And I'm like, "Yeah, I don't want to get married in my hometown. Like, I I just I don't know. Like, I have a weird like it was mm-hmm. a fantastic wedding. Yeah, you did have a fantastic it was, wedding. It was, it was pretty. It was pretty nice, but you know, it's also it was all right. Um, but there's that like. <laughs> 7.5 there's like in this, of the this two is, weddings you've been to this is fucking weird easily because, top two yeah this is fucking weird because like Barely. i like i've got you know i've got friends back back home like who four. listen listen to the show mm-hmm. um 
Interject, please. Go on. I'm sh- I've, been, I've been to four weddings. Five. I've been to Walton. Five. <laughs> I worked I'm going to go with five. I worked okay. wedding books. Six uh, if you wow. count mine. I went to five weddings in the last, like, yes. year and a half. Yeah. Uh... What's wrong with you people? We're not bragging. That's no, no, you leave that's the house. That's what's wrong with us. And I honestly, I think there's something wrong with us. For I, doing I that. adore Scott and I adore Stacy. They're some of my favorite people in the world. Just to reduce the amount of weddings I've been to, I would have loved to have a huge fight with you like three months before. <laughs> Get uninvited and then reconnect the day after your wedding. Just because I would have had that weekend free. Yeah. Yeah. Not even to do anything. Oh, no. Just I, because it's not I a totally thing. agree with you. I, I'm leaving, uh, I guess, Memorial Day week. Weekend. I have a wedding in Georgia I'm going to, and then another wedding on June 11th. I'm officiating Andrew's wedding. I'm yeah. fucking yeah, yeah. Which we can't go to because we're going to E3. Yeah, I'm officiating that wedding. And then, that wedding actually sounds like chill as fuck. So like, I'm kind of bummed we have to go to a the, the fucking. Oh yeah, it's gonna be a super chill as fuck Glen Ellen wedding. What sucks is that I know I'm really bummed we can't. Well, E3 starts yeah. on a Saturday. This I've been. Year. To, I think this is my seventh E3. Next year it starts in September. Sixth or seventh. Yeah. But like, I think maybe two of those years I've landed and then immediately had to go to either a wedding or a graduation. Yeah. And it's just like coming off of E3 where they're like. Hey, it's dubstep and meeting people and making small talk and shaking right. hands and paying attention to things. And then suddenly it's like, put on a suit and do that with people you don't know. I'm like, well, fucking shit. Yeah. Well, um, not to get too in the weeds on E3, but I have a feeling much like Comic-Con, it's just going to continue to turn okay. into, into well, post-conference. Anyway, what, yeah, what I was getting it. at with, with the whole like yep. the Sonoma thing is like I've got friends back there and yeah. some of them listen to the show. And I, I've i kind of like fallen out of touch with some of my friends there, you know, which is kind of to be expected. This happens. Yeah. In your late 20s. Uh, I had this weird like – like one of my friends in Sonoma, like she she kept texting me and being like – What's up? Hey, let's hang out. When when can we hang out? And like she's you know she's engaged and she's like she's like let me know when you're in Sonoma and I'm like fucking not in Sonoma that often you know like never around and then she sends me one of those fucking texts that was like hey so when you're ready to like actually like act like a friend like you know hit me up and we can get together but you know just uh, tired of this and I'm just like like what if you just texted me like a funny picture or like some shit that you saw on the internet that was like hey. Like, I just hate this this mentality of, like, got to catch them all, you know? Yeah. Got to keep them all. And, like, I think social media fucking just ruins that. Like, I have this, this fucked up feeling of, like, almost like survivor's guilt or just sort of, like, there's just... What is that? It's Brian like and that. I know. It's, it's the survivor long, theme song. Long <laughs> running television Oh, okay. Show. Okay. Yeah. I you're what you're the one who got out made it 27 seasons without ever hearing that fucking theme song (laughs) no but like this this sense of like that i'm that i'm fucking i'm abandoning people you know or that i'm like i'm just leaving shit behind or that i'm like fake or whatever and i go back to sonoma and i'm like you know there's people who still hang out and do their shit or they work at a winery or a coffee bar or whatever and like that's fucking fine that's awesome yeah you know everybody like you were talking about this onion article where people are like Hey, I uh, you know it's like local local loser stays in hometown. It's just like yep. Except he's married and has a, a wife and kids and a house and does his thing. You yeah, know? and he's home at five o'clock every day and he shuts off his computer and he gets to spend time with the people he loves. He doesn't even have a work email. Yeah, he doesn't care. He uses Twitter to follow people, not to build his social media base. Yeah, you know. 
Uh, he doesn't fucking, even check it. Yeah, I don't know. Enumerate his brand or whatever. That, like, you know, I don't know. There's a lot of people I just I suck at staying in touch with, and I think there's something to be said for like, in the same way that movies have gotten longer since film went digital, since international correspondence became free, essentially, mm-hmm. no one. Like, you have to kind of maintain it yourself. Yeah, you do. It and used to be, like, long-distance phone calls were the fucking shit. Or you sent, like, a fucking telegraph or, like, a long-distance, like, you know, you sent a, a postcard across the country or whatever. Well, it's, it's the same way people don't search for things in even, even, anymore, even though it's easier than ever. Like, it's, it's easier than ever to communicate with anyone. Yeah. And that's why none of us do it. Because it's just, like, when something There's was... It's not a challenge. It's not a challenge. It. When something was difficult, uh, it made you want to try to do it because it was like, I can do this. But, like... Uh, like spoilers, but Greg and I have been Greg Miller and I have been trying to connect something on uh, some kind of level to do some kind of kind of funny comedy button thing for a while, and uh, he sent me an email in April, and I that's my wife. I responded in March, that's and my then girlfriend, and then he responded in May, and and I I wrote back to him today, being kind of like, hey, you know, we're, we're like we're basically communicating like like with the way people communicate with carrier pigeons like you had a faster, dearest gregory yeah you had a it has faster been a fortnight time. since i received your letter and it's dumb because we have each other's numbers and we could probably speed that up but yeah. we're just that's what the rut we got we we, we pulled ourselves into yeah. um but at the same time it's like you kind of uh it's, you can put it off it's really easy like when it was like i gotta call somebody long distance yes. you have to set aside that time yeah. and make it about that and now and you're why, like i'll get to this later like and that's a weird thing about like going home and taking care of my mom is you know she she had hip replacement surgery because there was cancer in her hip and she had spinal surgery and their my parents their their house line their phone rings more more than all of our phones combined if you turned all the notifications on all of our phones up to everything every text every email everything every ding all those things their phone rings more than that, and it's nonstop. And not just because people are like, hey, how are you doing to my mom? But just because they get telemarketers, they get just, like, people that they know. Like, just not people – the old people constantly fucking call mm-hmm. each other. And and you've seen this, right, Scott? Oh, my God. My parents' house – the phone – I was there this weekend. The phone rang <laughs> maybe – 12 times in an hour and a half it's fucking crazy from different people and yeah. you're like you're like how do you live how yeah. do you live with this and they have the worst it's not a it's not a telephone ring it, yep. it'll ring on once and then it'll go call from oh my god you're fucking kidding me no i'm not yeah you are fucking kidding me my my parents bought they got some fucking weird costco sale yeah they bought three of the exact yes they have they my parents have five of them isn't that shit with with the handset that goes around the house and and it echoes in every room and it's in every room it goes so i went through the house the other day next school and like is so going. my yeah. my mom my mom came back from like her 15th round of radiation she's exhausted she's sleeping but she puts the phone so what i'm getting to is that people their age uh my mom was with her bad hip and her bad spine mm-hmm. and fucking stage four cancer and everything like that and she's like she's laying there and she's depressed and she's te- she's telling me about like how much pain she's in and the phone rings and she will fucking get up yep. through she threw her fucking cane on the floor pushed me out of the way and was just like i gotta get this and i'm like you can check your caller id yeah. you can see who it is it's, and if it's important you can come back to it later it's telling you who and it she's is. fucking like tackling me out of the way to get to the phone they might see that i'm sick i need yeah. to i need to get up and get this well, as fast as possible there was this thing that were like if if i miss it 
they're going to think that I'm ignoring it on purpose. Right. And I'm going to feel bad about that and they're going to judge me for it. And nowadays, like, my phone rings and I'm like, fucking But then also shit. what I love about your mother is just like my parents, they have five of these headsets all yep. over the house. Yep. They can't have one anywhere near them at any oh, time. It's no, always on the other side always of the, on the, house. Side of the house. No idea. Always. So I, yeah. the thing is, I, I, I didn't... Where is it? Where is it? This is like a fucking... This was like a fucking cartoon. <laughs> I went I went to the. I went to their kitchen and I took the headset. I don't know if you tried to do this and I went through that headset and was like, how do I shut this fucking voice off? No. Because I was there for 10 days and I was like, I, gotta, I, I can't hear this. So I went and shut it off and then it went away. This is like a fucking Pixar short they showed before. A, a real Pixar movie and it's like and I was like I went to bed and then it was fine I'm like I woke up in the morning the phone rang and it went two rings and I'm like yes perfect oh. and it goes and I'm like god damn it and I ran into my dad's study where he does, he has this like work email and everything like that and there's another phone in there so I go and I disable that and I put it away everything's gone the rest of the day goes by and I'm fine I leave for New York City for three days and I come back and I'm like I'm not going to tell them that I disabled that shitty second voice you thing. walk through the door. I walk in the door and I hear upstairs, like in the attic, in the wall, like a ghost. I go, and I'm like, what the fuck? How many fucking phones do you have like this? So I run upstairs and there's the third one and I can't find it anywhere because they've had this like headset lost in their in their in their in their bedroom for years. And like, wow, well, we don't know where it is. And I'm like, oh, man, I fly out tomorrow, so good luck. <laughs> God. But they love it. Like the the worst thing in the world you can do is go in an ecosystem like that and just start fucking shit up and changing things around. Right. And you know, like I I I don't know I don't know if we're gonna have our versions of that. You know, like I I've actually had my phone it's been fucked up because I I've had my phone on mute for like three months. Uh-huh. And it's it's liberating. But I oh, also fucking great. But I also don't want to miss a single text or call or anything from my mom or my family. Cause mm-hmm. like someone will be like, we're at the cancer hospital yeah. and this is, this is happening. And I don't really have, there's like, I have to mute everyone, but keep that. It's like, it's the settings yeah, are all customize your notifications, make some favorites yeah, or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, I don't, I don't know if our version of that when we get old is that like, there's no way of getting in touch with us or if people will even communicate like that anymore. What's that, what's that thing called the, the cage that Gene Hackman goes in in enemy of the state. There's like one of those like rooms Shark or Ryan, you know, the shit it's like a, a copper cage where you, they make pockets that you can put your phone. In. You know what I'm talking about? It like blocks all communications. What? It's got a, it's got a, Oh, word. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Cause I had a friend, I had a friend that worked in one of those things. Like the yeah. kind of place they'd put Superman in. If you didn't no, want I, him to see anything. I had a friend that worked in like one of those rooms that was like, that's, there's like a button. Yeah. yeah. I kind of want to just, just like a cell phone, like make a, one of those, uh, yeah. just, just um, line a particular room with copper wire and, you know, have, uh, have an ethernet cable that runs into the, the fucking Apple TV or whatever the fuck it is. So I can watch Netflix, but the rest of it is just like, you know, no, no phones, no email. No, I mean no. that like this sounds snarky, but ultimately that room is called self control. Yeah. And none of us have it. Yeah. Which is impossible, but mm-hmm. you know, whatever. No, it's everything's connected. You know, it's the internet of things and all that shit. Mm-hmm. But there was, some, I was reading a story about how somebody, this guy went out and interviewed a bunch of people on the street to basically be like, tell me about, like, what, what's your cell phone usage? Like, what do you think of cell phones? And, and the consensus he came to based on all these interviews was like, people were like, this is, this is de- de-evolutionizing us. All yeah. our reliance on these goddamn phones. But we can't put them down. So yeah. I saw, um, I mean, I'm, I'm 
flying like crazy and just just, just very long cross country flights. And I, I got on the plane the other day, and there was this like Asian baby who was just fucking adorable, and he had these like little Transformers cars, and he was sitting there next to his dad, and they his like it's really cool when like uh, a mom and dad fly together with a kid because the kid's in the middle, and he's so small that the seat becomes this like. Play tremendous plague pen for him where he's climbing all over the place and like the, the parents are sitting there and they're like i'm in this fucking prison in the sky and the kid's like this is awesome i can sit on the floor right i can mm-hmm. stand like he has so much more uh, you build a fort they bring pillows and blankets yeah and you shit. have like yeah. all this mobility and he was sitting there and uh he was driving these cars all over his dad's leg and his dad was on his fucking ipad and he was just like playing this like endless runner game like this really shitty like jewel quest piece of shit uh. fucking pop-up ads and everything mm-hmm. like that and he's just like run three and yeah and his kids driving this car all over his legs and i'm like this is like one of the most adorable things i've ever seen and i know ultimately like i'm on the outside looking in and this is yeah like i was scenario. gonna say that is his six yeah. hours where he doesn't have to a hundred percent really pay attention to 100%. It. Yeah. but i i do feel like in a lot of ways that's kind of like it's a, it's a, it's almost a lot like alcoholism. Well, no, I think it's just replaced. I, I, I think, I think he's playing a Temple Runner on his phone, whereas twenty years ago he would have been reading John Grisham's The Firm or sleeping. Yeah, on that flight, totally. like that's exactly what he would have. It, yeah. it's doing just a jumble replaced. or whatever, you know. It's yeah. just it's one more thing to distract yourself. Well, the difference is like you sleep for six hours a day or six hours a night, right? Seven right. hours, eight hours, maybe. John Grisham makes a book every. Four years, three years. I don't know. He I used have, to do them every year. Uh, yeah, every five yeah. minutes. Yeah, I was like, oh, the pelican brief. Oh, time yeah. to kill. Oh, oh mon- the firm. Mongoose Alley. Uh, <laughs> oh, Fucker's Canyon. Uh, <laughs> um, Monster Blood 4. But the difference is, like, this, this the, your phone is a Grisham novel that never ends. Yeah. yeah. And, it's, whole, about, and whole, it's about yeah. me. Yeah. So you're sitting there and, like, oh, my, what a personalized Grisham this is. And, like, I'm on my phone all the time, so I'm not against it. But I, I think it's, like, it's kind of weird to be, like, this is the mo- one of the most important moments you'll ever have with your with your kid or part of that and you're completely ignoring it and i think that's it's kind of a lot like having a like my uh my grandfather was an alcoholic like Mm -hmm. he was at the bar every night and my dad had to go pick him up like my dad had to take his keys when he was like 12 and get in his car (laughs) god a 12 year old driving which is kind of worse than being drunk and go to the bar and be like hey you know where walter is and they'd be like yeah he's fucking throwing up on his own dick in the back and they'd pull him out and my dad would be like all right Mom made you food at home and bring him home. And I'm like, oh, shit. That, like, he ignored you for all of his childhood for something self-indulgent and toxic. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like being a dad. I guess, <laughs> yeah. Stuck in your own personal black just the whole time, The whole time I was, you were telling that story, I was just listening to Mario Puzo's theme to The Godfather. <laughs> 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 <Yep>. <laughs> he didn't yep. write the song, but uh, anyway. This episode is brought to you in part by Tweaked Audio. They make audio products known as earbuds. These are durable, tangle-free, noise-reducing earbuds that come in seven styles. That's Tweaked, PB, California, Parkour, Parkour 2, Classic, Natural, and seven colors. Red, blue, green, yellow, pink, black, silver, and wood. That's not a color. That's a material. They come in mic'd and non mic varieties, and they're designed to sound great for music and for talking on your phone. They're engineered for durability and high performance with a noise-reducing design. It's excellent for listening to podcasts like this one. Combat with iPods, iPhones, Android devices, MP3 players, anything with a little tiny headphone jack. Each pair carries a limited lifetime warranty. Go to tweakedaudio.com and use the discount code GEEKBOX to get 33% off your order and free worldwide shipping. Hey, Ryan. Hey. You, you, had, some, you had some emails 
from our fine listeners queued up that you were going to... I do have some emails. That you were going to read in this episode. I actually have some Patreon questions. Oh, my! In a non-Treehouse of Trust yeah, episode. Holy shit. Holy um, yeah, as we, shit. So, just as a friendly reminder be. that uh, if you back us on Patreon, patreon.com slash comedy button, you get two extra full fucking episodes a month for one dollar a month this month you get the first episode ever without brian yeah so if you ever don't want brian on the podcast then subscribe to hear great less news. Brian. now with a hundred percent less of my bullshit yeah we've digitally removed the- harrison ford from the entire star wars trilogy Wow. Uh, that was less, I don't know, that went more okay than I thought it would go. Oh, good. That's Not good to, to marginalize you. No, it's cool. Although, by the way, I'm still here. Yeah. yeah. So, thanks. I will say, I will say, and not to not to rub it in, but you you did miss a hell of a commentary. I, I, I heard. You missed the running you guys man. Did, you guys did a commentary we for did the running man. Commentary right? for the well, running you miss, man. We missed, you missed two hours of Scott gushing over Richard Dawson's character and being like, that's who I want to be in real life. Yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> I uh, I don't want to be one of those Which shows is, that like runs an ad in the middle of right. our podcast because I hate that. Right. Although we do that sometimes. Oh, hey, we welcome just, to Tweet Audio. We, we get you. I hope you just cut an ad right there. Oh yeah. Uh, please, <laughs> please, please. That, that's an excellent ad break. But uh, no, our our commentaries have been fantastic recently. So if you haven't watched a movie with us in a while, yeah. you know that's that's a good thing to do. That Running Man one, it was just yeah. going. Oh, no, no. That, yeah, that, see that 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 rock. That's funny. Also, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Scott, you uh, is that think, is that our first Schwarzenegger commentary? Yeah, is it? I think so. Because we wanted to do T two, yeah. and then we messed up. And I th- it might yeah, be. the problem is like, in, like all honesty, uh, a night we could record a commentary. It's like that we could also record two and a half episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, GarageBand fucks up after the two hour mark. Yes, which is really tricky when recording a commentary because most movies are over two hours, so we have to shoot for something shorter. Yeah, we also try to find stuff that's you know streaming, so no one has to pay for extra shit. But and also the shorter movies are a little more fun than a super long. Yeah, it slogs on in the last half hour, going like fucking end this already. Yeah. I've got nothing left. You sound like a real like drunk Pooh Bear. Yeah. <laughs> I've got nothing left. <laughs> Piglet, bring me my wine. Piglet, can you bring me my Smirnoff ice? <laughs> oh, he really has nothing left. God, I sat behind a woman on the airplane the other day. Jim Cummings. Who, uh, she ordered, she ordered six Tito's vodkas. Wow, what a, what an American treasure. I'm just getting started. Uh, two sandwiches, two bags of chips. I ha- there was a, a kid's meal that's like a half a PB&J with, right. with gummy bears. This was like within the first hour, and I'm sitting there like, "Oh my god!" Was, and she, then, was she an alien in a human suit trying to fit in? Are yeah. you sugar and water? <laughs> and then she ordered two more Tito's and started like. Is she secretly the Flash, and she needs to keep up her her freakish I metabolism? I don't know if she was like if, if she was recently just the hardest worst divorce, or she had superhero metabolism or something like that. But she started knocking on the fucking uh, on the screen because I'm, I'm I was flying Virgin. You all have your right, little yeah. iPad screens, and she's like banging on the screen because apparently it's there said, was a little man trapped inside. No, it said we're sold out of Tito's vodka. Oh no! Which I don't know if they had just cut her off, or uh, if they were like, "We're no, you drank us out of this shit." So she started poking around the menu, 
which is very sad because it's like it's like specialty specialty cocktails, the good stuff, right? The good stuff minus the booze and on the house, like right. everything is almost like alcohol related on Virgin. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like. And they, they play that... Which is insu- ironic because it's called Virgin. Yeah. So, you know. They play that insufferable song that makes you want to drink. Also, it's the most it. fuckable airline. I'm sorry. Oh, hands down. Yeah. yeah. It's like purple and majestic. Yeah. yeah. It's like a gay horse. It's like you're inside <laughs> Prince's dick. It's... <laughs> <laughs> Now or then, <laughs> both. both. <laughs> what the fuck did they ask us on Patreon? Um, no. So anyway, what, so what, what, yeah, what did she order? Like? Real quick. So then she she gets through all that, and then she starts banging on the screen, and the lady comes over, and, and they're like, "What? Like, what, what more mm-hmm. could you possibly want?" And she's like, "It says you're out of vodka." And they're like, "Yeah, we're, uh, we're we have there's no more left on the plane. You're gonna have to make another choice." Yeah, you drank it all, and she goes, <laughs> you drank oh, the vodka out of the sky." Okay, so she orders four rums. And fucking two scotches and a white wine. Oh my god, I fucking love this woman. Holy and shit, what did she look like? Um, she was like, she looked like a. Have you remember me at my worst? Yes. Imagine me with a wig and, a, <laughs> oh. and just a, like a dress I bought at TJ Maxx. Hey, it's a Brianna Altano, uh, yeah. boopity boppity. Uh, but like, a, I'm gonna go fuck someone and drag you his kiss. Hey, throw it on the floor. <laughs> and here's the thing you start doing when you're like, Probably like twenty. Undo that tailgate on your El Camino there. But you get to a certain age and you start looking at people's hands, and not to see how wrinkly they are, but you're like, "What's your like?" I'm sorry. Are I, you married? Yeah. Like I don't. I don't use that as a done. Not a, you know, sort of denomination to see how, how progressive you are into the world, or how like advanced you are, or who you are, or I just want to see your fucking. But like, if if I see you order like twelve drinks on a five hour flight. Which, you know, I've drank way more than that, right? <laughs> Five hours, man. Spoilers. Yo, so she ordered... Sorry, just, just for future reference. She ordered six shots in one go. Like, she hit yeah. the button like she's yeah buying sh- Hawaiian shirts on Amazon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, I Good look to at know her, for future reference. I look at her hand, and she has a huge, fat wedding ring on it. And I'm like, someone is going to see this girl tonight. He's probably real ugly. Yeah, he's or he's or he's you know incredibly busy and just left her behind. Just like, a Goliath bird eating spider. Yeah, he pulls can't... up in a fucking Subaru. Yeah, hi, honey. <laughs> I, killed a, I killed a large cockatiel. It's in the back. Would you like some? And she's like, "Let's go fuck in the parking lot." I like the idea that he's like a hawksman, and she comes yeah. home like a hawk, like a drunk throwing up hawk that flew across the country and just lands on his arm. Like, Bleh. all right, yeah. Ryan. What are these questions? Uh, well, I don't know. Speaking of the mic, yeah. Oh, hey. I know we've only been doing this for five years. <laughs> what does this thing do again? Let's <laughs> do more. A small portion right? of your life. And... All right. What was that, Ryan? What? Again. So I don't know if you guys asked or answered any of these, but I wasn't here, so they don't count. Just going to go down the list. <laughs> All right. Speed round. I like this. Shane Neary says, how different are you guys off camera and mic? Not different at all. You're getting us just how we are. Yeah. Slightly Still, less politically correct, but also, I mean... How many times did I say faggot this episode? As he quoting, says it as way more. Quoting my bully. Yeah. Uh, Philip Robbero says, "You guys are all animals." Robberberbels. Based on your personality and looks, what animal do you think you would change into? Brian would be some kind of big angry bear. Brian's a gorilla. Max, maybe a really? gorilla. Max, oh, yeah. would, Max would be a giraffe. Brian, you were like you were Donkey Kong. Scott, you're Scott would be a Templeton the Rat, very specifically. Uh, no, you're like a. I, it's because I, I have beady eyes. I would be no, some you're kind like a, of. You're like a poodle. 
No, he's not like one of the weasels from Roger Rabbit. <laughs> no, no, you're like you're like one of those weird like comb over poodles, but much smarter. Uh, yes, much uh, smarter. The com- yes. Oh, oh, what are they? What are they called? Those ones that are like those fucking the ones like, at the ugly dog contest. Uh, no, not the d- ugly dog contest, but those like ones that are tall, but they have like long blonde hair. Oh, uh, I the I know which ones you're talking about. Yeah, those yeah. ones, the ones that look like the 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 lead singers of Nelson. Max, like, you're you're a you're like a cockatiel for sure. Yeah, that's fair. Or and Brian, you're like some kind of fucked up lantern. You're a, you're you know, a hundred and forty year old box turtle with sun. With you are either a box on. turtle or right. a mole. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Hundred percent. Right. He's like that mole from Winnie the Pooh or from uh, Banjo Kazooie. <laughs> Anthony's <laughs> some weird mutant. Anthony's Eeyore. a river trout. Anthony's a woodchuck. No, I think Anthony's like one of those like fucking battered like animals that like <laughs> that Anthony adopts. Yeah. <laughs> hey everybody, we adopted a bunch of different amoeba and they, <laughs> they fucking. I think Anthony's like a weird badger with like missing a foot that just kind of like scampers into the room late. And he's like, <laughs> Anthony's kind of a rat of Nim. Like, yep. He's, hey man, we're learning about some magic. His mental hospital. He broke into and stole pills when. <laughs> Ms. Fribs, he wants to try to fight us to make the fuck the owl. Keep going, Ryan. Uh, Space Gravy, that's his real name, mm. or her, says, with respect to the planned content that goes into each episode, no, you started, <laughs> you're wrong, mm-hmm. uh, what are the chances of getting gifts we send opened on the show? Your reactions would be great to hear. Um, I mean, do you like the sound of crinkling papers? <laughs> yeah. I think we should do that more. I think the next time we get packages in the show, we should open them because you frequently open them ahead of time, and it's no. We get them. We get them. And I will say. I will say right now on the record that we absolutely suck ass at any kind of being like, oh hey, we got these things from this person, which is all people want yeah. when they send us shit. We yep. open them. Include no, no, no. a note that reminds us to do that. We do, no, no, no. I they do them, that. I save them. I usually save them for Patreon days on Saturday. Mm-hmm. When, and we do them on the. They on already the Patreon people already give us money. Yeah, like they already stop, give us things. Stop no, giving we, us no, gifts. People Max, who send Max, like be nice, everyone. Max, we've only opened them on regular episodes. I make sure of that when I bring the packages. To All the right. House. That well, being there's, said, there's plenty I of shit we fucked up. I I have like three three seasons worth of uh like fucked up comedy button video pilots on my phone. Like I've we've I've shot so many videos we've done nothing with. So if you have something to send us, please do use the address. On the Patreon page. <laughs> on the Patreon page. And uh, like send us stuff. And we'll open it up. We'll, we'll, we'll film it and we'll put it up. It's, on our, it's on our website, too. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. Comedybutton.com slash what's up. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. Next ride. Google it. Next um, in this that was like, fire. I, I told you guys a story about when I was at the uh, the uh, post office in 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 Hate Street. And a guy walked in there with a fucking newspaper that he wrapped in duct tape. And on it, he just wrote in Sharpie Netflix. <laughs> no. And they were like, that's not how the mail works. We can't do anything with Santa this. Claus, North Pole. Oh, that's so funny. I, so I remember in, in, uh, in summer camp, I had this weird, like, this weird start of an after school special where, like, my, my camp counselor came in and was like, hey, Max. So I know you try to send this letter. And my, uh, my aunt's last name is Sandy. And he was like, you got to put Sandy's last name on there. And I was like, no, nah, man, that's like the last name to the household. Like, like, the first name is Ant. I know. Yeah. Like, I, I, was, I was like, it's the Sandy household. Like, And he was like, oh, all right, dude. Also, that motherfucker told me about Wu-Tang for the first time. Really? Yeah, my, my camp counselor when I was uh, 
11 years old, told me about the 36 Chambers. Really? He would tell us fucking ghost stories about ghost face killing <laughs> shit. Yeah, he I was, was going to say. He was I... from fucking Yonkers, and we thought he was fucking with us for the longest time, because I'm like, who would name a town Yonkers? Yeah. And yeah. then the movie Lost in Yonkers. From the makers out. of Bonkers. <laughs> I was like, that sounds that like a the best candy, by the way. Peanut butter Yonkers. popcorn town. <laughs> God, that's awesome. Yeah. I love Wu-Tang. But no, he'd play like 36 Chambers while we were waking up. And I was like, what? what are, why are they yelling about coat hangers? What is this What is this record? Okay, Ren, next one. David Brander has a bunch of questions. Ooh. I'm only going to ask one, maybe two. No, no, no. We'll go, go through them all since you're going through these David, rapidly. We David only have like Brander five more minutes. says, what bit of culture do you wish you could bring home from where when you've been traveling? Italian home cooking is amazing. I would love to bring more of that into England. I brought home lasagna from Costa Rica. <laughs> I wish I could bring the uh, delicious waffles from the Luxor in Las Vegas to the rest of the world. You know what? I was going to say you didn't have an answer, but that's an answer. That's fair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, I brought home uh, in, enjoying a coffee from Paris. <laughs> that's oh. like something I do every morning now. I just I make a pot of coffee and just not fucking stress about it and just sit and sip it and enjoy it and it's funny because then i go to work with max and we'll like dart around the corner we'll get a coffee and like chug it and go back and shoot all these videos and get a red bull and all this other shit but uh i remember when i, ca- I first came back from paris there's a coffee shop around the corner of facing uh at&t park where the giants play in san francisco right by where we work and i was like oh it's like a italian cafe and i could sit outside and have a coffee and i sat out there and like had this like really nice coffee, and then like eight trucks went by, and they're like, Bah! And I'm like, nah, it's not possible in this country. Yeah. <laughs> but in your own home, it is. So I do that on Saturdays. Yeah, just enjoy it, right? Yep, yep. Um, nice. Fuck. Uh, I would say either the bathroom from the Gundam Cafe oh, in geez. Japan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where you go in and you hit the what you think is the light switch, but then it like, makes a bunch of anime sound effects, and it's like. Amaro getting the fucking robot and then the toilet lights up and then you look over in the bathroom mirror it's a giant Gundam head and you're like yeah all right I'm gonna take a fucking wild hangover shit in here did you take a shit in there oh Oh, yeah I shit in a Gundam dude it was fucking awesome um you ever shit in a plane uh if I have I've blacked that out of my memory because I can barely pee in there yeah oh really yeah I look I look like I look like fucking Gulliver in there (laughs) get these ropes off of me yeah uh other thing would be, I would say, leniency of liquor laws in basically every other country. Mm-hmm. Like, the fact that uh, there's, like, people sipping, like, fucking, like, 3% wine cooler-ass Sprite beverages on the fucking bus to work in Germany. Or that you can get hard liquor in any fucking restaurant in Vietnam or Tokyo or... You can walk around with a beer wherever. Like I mean, just the fact like, that there's a respect and responsibility that associates with that, you know. Like I remember, like seeing there were like liquor vending machines in 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 Spain and Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. and like it's just like I watched a kid, uh, like probably, and this is fucked up, but I saw like a ten year old kid walk up with like pocket change and put a bunch of coins into a vending machine. I'm like, oh, he's getting a Kit Kat or some shit at a gas station, and he got a fucking like airplane bottle of Jack Daniels and just chugged it, and I was like. Oh shit! <laughs> That's a fucking cool planet we live. On. Yeah, I mean, at the same time though, like in America, and I, I haven't tried to buy a handgun, but I'm kind of curious what happens there. I promise you, it's easier than when I got my license at the DMV a couple oh, weeks ago. You know, yeah. so my grandfather's on his last legs. Really? Yeah, um, and so lost like, all of them. <laughs> he just got the so last like, two as part of as part of like hospice taking Grandpa over. Grandpa centipede. We had to go into the house and take all the guns 
out of the house because he has a shitload of guns. Right. And my mom's like, you're supposed to pry them out of his cold, dead hands. You <laughs> fucking monster. <laughs> He's not dead yet. So we left one. We left one for specifically for that. But um, so we're going through. And this my, is the American funeral. My mother. Bridge. This yeah. is my gunfather. <laughs> my my mom is like. So we have to go, and you have to catalog, and I want you to see them. You know, in case in case you you want one, and, and, or the ones that you want. And I was like, Do I have to have a gun? Can I just have money? Yeah. <laughs> Instead, can we just I don't sell want, the guns. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't want any of these guns. I yep. just want cash. Guns can be exchanged for money. Explain how. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, and he also, a lot of guns. Yeah. Mark. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, more than fingers. And what's, a, what's another question? Uh, David also asked, what's, Couple your fa- large cabinet. what's your favorite wow. breakfast? Bacon cobs are king in our house. I don't know about that, but I have a banana every day. Bacon cobs. Bacon cobs? What are those? I don't like, know. like corn Sounds cobs like something you should not be eating. Oh, Max, also, uh, from your travels, I would I would want to steal the uh, clown fountain from the theme park and just put it in my living room. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that thing was – so I took, a, I took a selfie with somebody at, uh, at PAX East who had that picture as his wallpaper on his phone. <laughs> and I was just like – I was it made me really, really happy. We should probably – like we should probably sell a shirt with that fucking nightmare yeah. thing on it. Also, I finally had I also had a, uh, a Brian and Max moment um, out in the wild with a comedy button listener. Oh, he really? Was, he was a tour guide on one of the San Francisco tour buses, and he started yelling at me. Um, in, they do that a lot in Union Square. Really? And he was like, Scott, what are you doing? And I was like, shooting something for Star Wars. I love the comedy button. I was like. Cool man. He was, on, he was on a tour bus. He was Damn. he was the tour guide of the tour bus, oh driving God, a bus of full of tourists. Was it one of those Square. duck boat fucker things? No, it was one of the double decker ones. Oh, man, that I a, keep wanting to a, go up there and brown bag it. That had an Angry Bird on the side of it. Hey, Angry Bird tour bus driver, uh, please email us uh, podcast at comedybutton.com. dot com. Yeah. And uh, Brian and I would like to get drunk on your car. Yeah, no, <laughs> Scott would too. Scott can come also. I uh, it's hop on, hop off. So we're gonna hop off at every liquor store and then hop back on. I was walking around the West Village after coming from my favorite pizza place in Manhattan. You saw the guy in the duck knuckum shirt, and I turned the corner, and there's a duck knuckum shirt, and yeah. there's a comedy button fan named Adam, and I was like, "Holy shit!" And like, that's the kind of thing where it's like, there's a mutual like, I will run up on you and hug you before you yeah. have a chance mm-hmm. to do that to me because that means so much to us. My favorite like, thing we is had when a, when you I, when I walked up to it and been like, quack 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 quack. That would be terrifying. I was at work this week and and I was like pulling stuff out of the the set and some guy comes in he's like Scott Bromley and I was like yes and he was on a tour he's like big fan I'm, I I'm, I work I work I do social in in uh, Holland. Oh I listen to your show. I was like That's so cool. Wow! Shh! Don't tell anyone yeah. I do that show here, please. Yeah. Shh! Get to, awesome. Keep quiet, um, sir. Yep. I'm sorry if we're if we're sucking our own dicks here. Uh, it's a force of habit, but uh, uh, honestly, okay. if, you, if you buy one of our shirts, like, thank you so much. If you listen to our show and you see us in the wild and you say hello, like, that makes our day. So thank you for that. Well, it's also like you know, like Man, to, that's real weird. to turn the corner and like see if you see shirt. Ryan chase him, chase him and caress chase his, him, like, chase him like a weird duck, golden locks to see a no, shirt. No, 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 no. The C shirt. Put him in a headlock wearing. until he does Applejack for you. Oh my word! Also, he's terrifyingly strong in Please person. Do. Be careful. He is. He's got our word strength. Me? <laughs> yes. Which is uh, our type? Like he's, I could look at. I, yeah, he's twitchy. I will, I will what's what's another question? Fist. What's another question? I, I asked you what your favorite breakfast were, and we hmm. just we just, anyway the sentence I oh, was yeah, trying yeah, to get yeah, out no. for. Oh, oh, dude, fucking. <laughs> 
Go for it. Fine, shit, fine. Go for it. Go for it. I'm turning into you tonight. I'm just getting flustered. Fuck, Fuck ball. No, like I like to to like live in, in in cities that like you were broken and turn the corner and see somebody wearing a shirt that you have. That wasn't the on. question. No, it's it's an extension of the. What's the what's your favorite breakfast? Put your sunglasses on. We're good. Fine. Put your sunglasses on. Right. Well, now you look cool. Fuck man. Dick monkey. All right, last question. Then let's get out of here. I was gonna say, uh, what's that uh, Hawaiian shit? The Mocha Loco or whatever. Hawaiian, oh, yeah. Hawaiian punch. Where yeah, they're Moco like, Loco. they're like, we uh, we took some rice and we changed our mind and we put a hamburger on top and then we put an egg on top of that and like that's supposed to be for surfers who've been up since like four o'clock in the morning. But yeah. if you're hungover, oh, then you're just like, oh, I'll have this too. And then you're like, oh, whoops, I'm e Honda. The yep. fucking like the the uh, Jollibee business statement, <laughs> whatever the fuck that restaurant's <laughs> yeah. based on. Yep. The one where they're like, you know what tastes good with uh, spaghetti? Fried chicken. Yep. Oh, also my like my favorite my favorite breakfast is uh is sushi and beer. Like oh, and yeah. I, I don't get that yeah. much because great breakfast. Because whoever really. has that at home. Fucking Japanese businessmen, I don't know. Like if Jolly Rancher Kool Aid. <laughs> I mean two five hour energy and a and a fucking kombucha is a fun like buddy cop movie in your stomach. <laughs> All right, one one last question. Yeah, one last All question. Because right. you need to get out of here. This Ryan. is a cool one. I'll probably butcher your name. I'm sorry. Uh, Yaz Barbotti, who says, "What's something you've done as an adult that you might not have done otherwise, out of a feeling of owing it to your younger self?" Jeez, that's a deep one, huh? I'm sure. Well, Max just buys a bunch of dumb crap on Amazon. Wait, something. So you does Brian. Do, yeah, so do I. But something you did as an adult that you. What's like I'm, I'm kind of lost here. So like, if I said buying my first pinball machine, yeah, okay, okay. I think something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like this is something I always wanted to do. It's when something I, was a I always kid, wanted I, to do, I but then it became a, a fucking to. deep dark obsession. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I think that's a, that's a, a childhood I don't know, I don't, wish fulfillment. I don't know how old uh, Yaz is here, but like, that's a we're the same person. Like my childhood self and my adult self, like we are the same mm-hmm. person. You know. The like, big secret is that you never grow up. Well, you just yeah. try to no, trick you, other people you, into you, 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 you do, but you realize the shit that matters is kind of the the stuff that you do, not the stuff that you care about. Well, I think it's also we're in a room full of people who are still capable of kind of indulging in that part of that, like the fact that like Ryan Scott can go buy retro video games, and Scott can buy pinball machines, mm-hmm. and Max and I can buy weird old toys from the eighties and nineties or seventies. Mm-hmm. Is because that's a part of us that not only do we never let go of, but the people that we connect with on a regular basis uh, don't chastise us for that. You know, like we're we're in a kind of op- open smoking room when it comes to shit like yeah. that. Like no one really goes like, dude, you're fucking weird for doing that. Because I'd be like, well, I'm not weird for doing a hundred other. Like I'll, I will turn around and be adult as fuck. But yeah, then I'm gonna buy a fucking. Uh, Ethan Mon action figure based on some fucked up, disgusting elephant piece yeah. of shit from Return of the Jedi. So that's the thing that, that Brian and I do is like we buy a lot of fucking Star Wars toys. Which mm-hmm. weirdly enough, uh, buying old Star Wars toys on Amazon is somehow cheaper than buying new ones. Don't at this tell point. them that they'll mark the prices up. Brian's toys, please, edit, please don't do that. Don't worry, <laughs> I'll be I'll be going to the local meeting. Um, but yeah, like. I bought uh there's that bit in the in the fucking um 
the Hank Scorpio episode of The Simpsons where Homer walks by yep. the, the sporting Denver goods Broncos. store. Yeah, he's like, uh, what is it? It's the fucking uh, Tom Landry's hat. I can't afford that. Only guys with you know middle management salaries like me can afford that hat. I can afford that hat. <laughs> I did that with the sideshow twelve inch Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. When I was like, kind of, I think it was like a year into working at Rev Three, and I was like, I was, it was all right. I still had student debt, but I was like making my rent and whatever. And I was like, oh man, I really want this. And Jen was just like, buy the fucking toy, you idiot. And I was like, oh okay. And I bought it. Now it's like one of my favorite things that I own. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna give this to my my shitty kid someday, and he's gonna fuck up the antenna. I know it. Yeah. yeah. That was like no, Stacy with my Popeye game. Yeah. I, I, I texted her. I was like, look, I've really wanted this one for a long time. It's only $300. I won't get it. I won't get it. She's like, it's $300. Just I'd, get it. Yeah. I have these conversations with April all the time. And it's, it's weird, right? But now she's it's like, like now she's it's like, the, just uh, buy the thing. Like it, you and know you know what's yeah. fucking dumb? It's to, like, we'll, we'll go out to dinner and like the, the check will come and it'll be like $200. Or we went to dinner with like another couple the other night and it was like $350. And it was like, oh, like, I'm going to take a shit in the morning and not remember this. I'm going to actually wake up with a headache because of this dumb food. But otherwise, I could have fucking right. something awesome. Well, it's also because we live we, this, we live uh, in a we live in a state yeah. where that's that's possible. Where where three hundred dollars is is the equivalent to like an Idaho thirty. No, but it's like I had to justify, and Max did too, for a fucking like seven months. The fact that we bought the Star Wars Battlefront season pass that was sixty bucks, and it's like. Or 50 bucks, whatever the fuck it was. I had to hear about this for the longest time. It was the longest amount of time I've ever had to hear about $50. But, like, when I leave the house tomorrow, I'm going to spend, like, 20 bucks on, like, coffee and yeah. lunch and, I mean, like, just random bullshit. Your, your fucking, your sense of, of like, and I, I realize we sound like this some first world shit right here. Yeah. Like, we we have cartoon jobs, and I honestly, like, I'm, I'm fully aware of that, and I'm having a blast so thank you guys sure. for listening everybody all everyone all all fine ears present uh i bought an amazon kindle tablet for 50 40 bucks whatever yeah anybody else can have that it's out there in the wild it's a fucking it's a relatively cheap supercomputer you can have in your back pocket depending on the size of your pants uh immediately <laughs> after buying that i was like fuck i need to meet jen in the city because we're going on this stupid fucking road trip and so I was like, I'll call an Uber. It was a $30 ride into the city. And I'm like, going seven miles cost more than getting a supercomputer in the mail. Yeah. Like a thing that's got... We're living in the future! It's got two cameras on it, and it downloads free movies. Mm-hmm. But going in this car with this guy who went around the block several times because he got lost, like, that was... I don't. I, I mean, it, it doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, but like, we also live like it's perfect. We I made that. Ju- I made that justification when I had the truck. Mm-hmm. When I had my truck before I had I had my current car, and it was uh, seventy dollars to fill up the tank every week. And I was like, uh, Why am I waffling over the price of a video game? Yeah, totally. It's a tank again. But it's also like we live in this like wonderful age of like time traveling indulgence, where like BuzzFeed will put up this like shitty article about like. 10 things from the 90s and not not to isolate them everyone does this mm-hmm. but like 10 toys from the 90s you might not remember or there's Milton like, Bradley things yeah and like there's all these message board threads about like you know uh, here's like uh, cool snacks from the 80s that you miss or whatever the fuck Choco like they, Blast they make a lot of this shit still and like if you were one of those kids that grew up and there was a toy you always wanted and you never got it right 
fucking buy it now. Dude, it's- look for look on Amazon because uh, the original Kenner Aliens Ripley, not yeah. power, not the power, not, not the power loader from MTV News. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I went on. I went on Amazon. I was like, I always wanted that, like that Ripley. Like I, I have one on my desk, but I lost the flamethrower, which is a really cool toy. And I looked it up. It was a dollar ninety five with like five dollars shipping, and I was like, that was that's probably cheaper with inflation than it was when it came out. You know, what's like, that fucking movie where like Judd Reinhold gets some dumbass fucking kazoo at the end of it or some shit? Oh, that's uh, the Santa Claus. He gets the uh, Oscar Mayer. Yeah, Oscar Mayer Wiener Wessel. Right. We'll I like, did a fucking at, commentary. Look at that piece of shit's face. Also, when you say Judd Reinhold, it's really confusing who you're referring to. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, look at that dude's face. He got a toy he wanted for his entire life without even thinking about it, and he's happy because it costs almost nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you could do that nowadays, right now. Like, look at a toy you didn't get when you were a kid. Click two buttons on Amazon, spend the money that it would cost to spend for half of a fucking parking ticket, and put it on your desk at work or at home, and now you're just happy. Unless yeah. you wanted the 24-inch iron jacket, Brian, then yeah. you got yeah. to you you spend some cash. Yeah. You, know what, you know what else costs almost nothing? Being a Patreon. Or a patron for the comedy button. So head on over a to Cretan. Head on over to the patreon.com slash comedy button and... Kick us a couple bucks a month, like really, like nothing, like really, it's all stupid. No, like, li- and I think I can't, I can't even picture a better segue to that than like if you're going to spend <sighs> that kind of money. Here's the thing: if you like this awful show we do, where we talk about spending money and just being shit, just whatever we talked about, what are we talking sucking dicks or uh, whatever, um, fighting, fighting yes. the cops? I don't know. Let's Both. just like, can we all just grow up together, like yeah. slowly? Um, if you want extra garbage to listen to with your ears, a uh, dollar a month. That's twelve dollars a year. Gets you. An extra two episodes a month, mm-hmm. so you, you get instead of four, it's you get such a great deal because we didn't think this through. Yeah, no, we didn't. So take advantage yeah. of it. Well, it doesn't matter. Yep, yeah, I'm happy we're doing what we're doing. Yeah. So, uh, you know. so that being said, I'm Brian Altano. That's Max Scoville. That's but... Ryan Scott. That's Scott Bromley. You can find us all on Twitter. I'm Agent Bizzle. Max is at Max Scoville. Ryan's at Rydog, and Scott is yeah. at Scott underscore Bromley. Yeah. We all do very wonderful, very incredible things on the side. Uh, Ryan Scott hosts a show called The Geek Box. And are you also on Comic Conspiracy, all the other things, or whatever you do? I, I will. W- w- no. Great. I, I hosted an episode that is in the past when this airs, so go listen to that. Excellent. We probably talked about the Suicide Squad. Uh, Max and I host a show together called Up at Noon. It's every Thursday at noon on IGN.com. That's the world's biggest video game site, as you know it. We also do Podcast Beyond, which is like a PlayStation version of this show, or vice versa. And more importantly than anything else in the world, my good boy right here, Scott Bromley, Hi. has been toiling away <laughs> in secrecy and and trouble and terror, but he's finally done it. Yeah. He's writing and producing an amazing new show called The Star Wars Show. Star you Wars motherfucker. For StarWars.com. You fucking shit. What? A small, independent, fledgling in. movie studio that will hopefully... <laughs> Indie's a scrappy upstart. Yeah. Indie, in, Indie is... Uh, <laughs> That's true. Indie's part of it. He is. Um, and I'd love for, for him to be on that show someday, if you can get him back. I know he hurt his foot the last time he worked with you motherfuckers. <laughs> it was his... It was, yeah, it was Which his... ultimately ended in a better script. Man, I would, I would suck the spores out of Muftak's uh, woolly towels cloaca <laughs> to work on that fine program. I would clean the folds on Bib Fortuna's scrot. <laughs> Work on, to, so anyway, the Star I, I, I Wars want, show. Yeah. It's it, called a Leku. Yeah, it launched got, a few weeks ago. It's every Wednesday at Every noon? Wednesday at noon. It Pacific goes time? up. In the, yeah, Pacific. And then we put new episodes. We've had... Uh, uh, we had... 
David Bowie's kid, Duncan Jones, director yep. of Warcraft on. You know who, what he probably hates to get is that introduction. Well, no, it's funny because everyone was like, well, I don't want to hear the story about this guy, the director of Warcraft, making Star Wars fan films with his dad. And it's like, idiots, his dad was David Bowie. They were yeah. making Star Wars fan films in, in their backyard when he was a kid. Also, if you hate stupid as fuck voices like that that Scott Bromley just did, you'll love yeah. the first few seconds of every episode of the Star Wars <laughs> Because show. I am the voice of Yoda. Yes. <laughs> and you so give him this sick lips. And those are my, that's my mouth. I know it's your mouth. <laughs> I've seen it move for seven years. Anyway, the Star Wars show is yeah, Churches, on Churches was on last week. I think, yeah. I think Nick Swartzen's on this week. No, you, you, coming this, up is, this is weeks later. Chiverches. So. Chiverches. Yep. Sorry, Chiverches. On this Devar Vores was Chiveau. <laughs> uh, so go check out those things and uh, thank you so much for supporting us. We are so happy to keep doing this for as long as we're alive until we're shot by cops. Who hate us for who we are. Cops! America's Falcons! I don't know. Good night and thank you. See you soon. Patreon. Remember what I said? Are you ready? I meant it. Because we're going to hey, thank everyone. people to this wet, wet beat. Hey. We're going to thank Ian Cleghorn, John Robinson, Felix Malenga, Hello. Seth Bear, Justin Tierno. We love you, Justin. Brendan Chrisholm, Brad Evans. John Huatanois, Adrian Sack, Malachi, Coberly. I always thought we got the whitest guy in the room to read the most, the most ethnic names. Stefano Fontana, <laughs> Dudley Ramsey, Colton Bryant. This is Scott's best chance Nick to have Wagner, like a TV announcer. Nikesh this is, this Patel. Is, this is culture for Scott. Paul yeah. Burns the Third, Eric Farrell. He actually gets indigestion. Jose Durante, Garyman Garrett. James Macri the Fourth. Fuck you. Phillips Broussard. Apo Saristo. Aaron Trusty Miller. Shane Harrington. Michael Bresch. Jess Hensley. Jonathan Harvey. Keith Confer. So Casey Barr. Christopher Oblakis. Jerry Riger. Aubrey King. Rygar. Joshua Printy. <laughs> Marcus Rigar. Pornhorse. <laughs> what? Adam Tuttle. Horn horse? <laughs> Dustin Taze Demaz, Jeremiah Rakakas, Ian Palowski, Kenny Piero, Lucas Randall, Craig Schoon, Jamal Craig. Forney, Levi Maxton, Brian Janopoulos, John Benson, Cody Russell, Josh Hibbert, Timothy, Luke Dalemans, T-Dog, Justin Chang, Josh Martin, Corey Helflin, Helf- Thomas Delbridge, Carl Jermovich, Brad Walter, Jonathan Charles Carrington, and Melanie Carney. The Comedy Button is executive produced by Paula Schultz, Paul Grabovac, Motherfucking Kevin, Matt Shotrop, Laura K. Buzz, Curtis Ruska, John Skinner, J. Ellis James, Jamie Gordon, and Don 